0: What's up everybody, welcome to a Thursday edition of The Squeeze. I am Tyler Connium and what a day, what a week to get started off. We took Monday off, we took Tuesday off, we start on Wednesday, we go 3-0. Get the brooms out, it's a little bit of a sweep. We've got the NBA draft tonight. I don't officially bet on the NBA draft, but I do think that Scoot Henderson at plus 300 to go second overall, it might be a good bet. I'm wearing the Charlotte Hornets old-school Charlotte Hornets warm-up today for the video. Hornets have the number two pick, and who the hell knows what Michael Jordan's going to do with this. He's just sold the team, but he's still in charge. Rumor is he's going to take Brandon Miller, which then puts Scoot Henderson at three to Portland, which opens up a whole bunch of different trade possibilities with the Trailblazers and what they want to do with Damian Lillard. I love the NBA draft. I love the NBA draft out of all the drafts the most for a couple of reasons. So NHL and MLB, you're drafting guys, but very rarely, obviously, Connor Bedard is going to get drafted first overall next week. He might be on the Blackhawks to start next season, but usually these guys start in the juniors or the minors. The NFL, similar to the NBA, these guys come in and they're often impact players right away. But there's so many damn rounds, and it takes forever and ever and ever. Whereas basketball, you've got two rounds, and most of the first round is playing predominant roles next season. So that's a lot of fun. Love the NBA draft. Interested to see what the Toronto Raptors do. Um, There's a lot of speculation. There's a lot of talk. I just want to see some fireworks. You know, I don't really care what the Raptors do or they don't do. They've got assets. I trust Masai, trust Bobby Webster to do what they think is correct. But I just want to see some of these rumors go down that that have been stirring around between Zion Williamson, Pascal Siakam, Damian Lillard. We've already seen Boston make a trade, sending Marcus Smart to Memphis. They've got Chris Stapp Porzingis back. So it's just the full circle of the NBA from the start of the year through the finals. Now we've got the draft and then we head into the offseason, which should be exciting. So before we get into today's bets, just want to talk about this QR code on the screen or the link in the description if you're watching on mobile or listening. Uh, If you use that, To open up a new sports book, place a minimum deposit, you're guaranteed the best offers and the best bonuses exclusive to me, thanks to my partnership with BetStamp and these books. So use the code, use the link below, sign up for a new sports book, make a minimum deposit, you're guaranteed to get the best possible rates. You can also sign up for BetStamp so you can track all of your bets, which is very important. If you want to track my bets, track your own bets, and also shop for the best odds once you're on multiple books. Okay. So yesterday, as I said, we had a sweep, which is great. We had the over in Las Vegas and Phoenix that, as I said, Las Vegas is probably going to score 100 on their own. They scored 99. They won by 20. They covered, as I mentioned as well, but Phoenix scored 79. So that blew way, way over 180. Easy, easy. You had the Marlins and the Blue Jays. I said the Jays could go over. There's in the first five over three and a half. So the Jays could do that in one inning on their own. They did. They scored five runs in the second inning. There were seven runs in the first five of that. And then we had the Houston Astros for plus 135 on the run line against the Mets. And that one was a little bit dicey. The Astros went up and the Mets went up. But Houston won that game 10 to 8. So we swept and it was up 3.35 units. Cannot complain about that. And now we roll into today where we've got three bets across three sports. And we're starting with the CFL. Seven and O betting spreads so far in the CFL. Do not have a spread bet today because you've got the BC Lions on the Winnipeg Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And this is a matchup of the two best teams in the CFL going into this season and the two best teams so far this season. Both teams are two and O. Both teams are 2-0 against the spread. Winnipeg is 2-0 to the over. BC is 2-0 to the under. Both teams are 1-1 on the road. Sorry, both teams have won one game on the road and one game at home. This is as evenly matched up as you're going to get. I'm so excited for this game. It sucks that it's on at 10.30 at night uh, being played. in. Or no, sorry, it's on at 8.30. Never mind. 8.30 at night. We can watch this football game in Winnipeg. And look. This is a coin flip. This is why it's minus 110, but I'm taking this game to go over 49 points now in the first two games bc has gone under as i mentioned both times there was a 22 nothing score against edmonton they are not shutting out the winnipeg blue bombers and then there was 25 15 so that game went to 40 we need 49 here when you look at winnipeg they are scoring they've scored 45 against saskatchewan they won 45 27 that game flew over which was at 47 and a half the opener which opened at 46 and a half flew over that too it was 42 31 against hamilton these are now the two most high powered offenses in the CFL. You've got Winnipeg who scored 45 and 42 but given up 27 and 31. Their first the overs have gone over by 24 and a half and over by 26 and a half. And look, the blue bombers have the most potent offense in the CFL. There's no real doubt about that. Um you know, that Coleros has already thrown for 647 passing yards and five touchdowns over his first two games. You've got um, BC, who's being able to get Dominic Rhymes, who's actually out. So they're going to be missing on him, but they're getting Lucky Whitehead back to play on the outside, which I think is going to be great. And look, the BC Lions can score points, man. And I know that they don't have... Um, Nathan Rourke anymore, but Vernon Adams has hit the ground running, man. He's already got 600 passing yards himself. He's thrown for four touchdowns. He's also got 46 rushing yards. This, by all accounts, should be a shootout, which probably means this game is going to end up 10-7, right? But I'm going to just keep going with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers scoring a ton of points, being so high powered, but not stopping a lot of players, not, not stopping a lot of teams. I think BC is going to get it going a little bit more here. They're going to put up more than 20 points, probably 25 and a 30, 30 to 25 final here seems very likely. So it's a coin flip, but I'm taking BC Lions and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers to go over 49 for minus 110 at DraftKings. Now let's head on over to Major League Baseball. Is that the next one it is? We've got the Pirates and the Marlins. This this interesting because the pirates started the year red hot they have now lost nine straight games trends are interesting i had a parlay that i was thinking of where do i take the marlins and then do we take um who's the other team i think it's the team playing against the kansas city royals and that gets you a plus money parlay i might that add i might add that but I'm just going to take another total here. The total for the first five innings of this game is four. Now, when you look at the initial pitching matchup, you might think that's interesting because it's Mitch Keller going up against Braxton Garrett. Keller is eight and three with a 3.62 ERA. Okay. Braxton Garrett is three and two with a 3.88 ERA. You might think four runs in the first five innings, but when you look at it, Braxton Garrett, or sorry, Mitch Keller has not been great lately. He started the season very, very well. But his last time out, he gave up four earned runs to Milwaukee in five innings. Previous to that, he did have a good start against the Mets, but who hasn't? But then before that, he gave up five to Oakland in five innings, four to San Francisco, six to Seattle. So in four of his last five starts, he's given up a combined six 15 runs. So he has not been great as of late. Now, they are. this game's being played in Miami, on the road this season, he's 4-2 and two with a 4.44 ERA. Keller's been much better at home. Then you look at Braxton Garrett, and you go, okay, well, he's been pretty good, right? He's been okay. His last two starts is, was a win against Washington and a win against the White Sox, but he gave up four runs to Kansas City. He's given up four runs to Arizona, and he gave up 11 to Atlanta. At home this season, he's 1-1, one but a 6.35 ERA. He doesn't pitch well at home. On the road, he's 2-1 with a 2.18 ERA. So in his last home game was when he gave up 4 to Kansas City. He gave up uh, 11 to Atlanta previous to that. So I think realistically, if... Pittsburgh can just get one run here. We should at least have the push potential at four. I think Miami can put up three on their own. They're playing exceptional baseball. So I like this game to go over the total of four in the first five innings. And that is minus 112 at bet 99. Sorry if you see me, I've got a hair in my eye there. And your last bet of the day, we're going to go to the WNBA. We've got another total. So it's totals Thursday here. And we've got the Washington Mystics versus the Chicago Sky. And I have this game to go. Did I put the wrong? No, I put the right thing. Um, this game to go under one fifty-five and a half. This is minus one ten at Caesars. So Washington is seven and four. They're good. Chicago is five and seven. They're okay. Um, Chicago is seven and five to the under this season. Washington nine one and one to the under. Nine of their eleven games have gone under. And including, so they went under their previous timeout. Before that, a push, but then seven straight unders. And all of those totals, you're looking at 155, so they went under 155 by nine. They pushed at 157, under 157 by four, unwonder, under 155 by 19, under 156 by 17. And when you look at their overs, it was an 88-81 loss to Connecticut. But you got to go back a long time before these two teams combined. You know, even when they went under by nineteen and a half points, the total was set at one sixty-eight, flew under. You look at Chicago; it's sort of a little bit of you know over under. They went under the last time out. They went over against Indiana; that was in a loss. They went over against Vegas, but everybody goes over against Vegas. Then they went under against LA. So they're sort of you know plotting around. Like I said, seven and five. So they're playing more under games than not but washington is just an absolute under machine Uh, They've got the number one ranked defense in all of the WNBA. They're only giving up 73.7 points per game. Chicago's offense isn't that great to begin with. They're second last, or sorry, they're seventh, but they're only scoring 79.3. Washington's offense is ranked 12th last, 75.8. It's gonna be a slow plotting game here between Washington and Chicago. And I can't buck the trend of nine one and one to the under. So I'll take the Washington Mystics and the Chicago Sky Under. 155 for minus 110 at Caesars. Again, use that QR code or hit the link in the description to sign up for Bet99 Caesars or DraftKings. Make a minimum deposit and you're guaranteed the best exclusive offers and the best exclusive promos through Bet Stamp and the sportsbooks. So those are my picks for Thursday. I'm taking the BC Lions and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers to go over 49 for minus 110 at DraftKings. I'm taking the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Miami Marlins to go over 4 for minus 112 in in the first five innings at Bet99. And I'm taking the Washington Washington Mystics and the Chicago Sky under 155 for minus 110 at Caesars. As always, drop a comment if you're fading or following. You can follow me on Twitter for more picks and props analysis throughout the day. TikTok and Instagram, which I haven't been using too much as of late. I don't know how much traction it gets there, but they're there. But your audio is on Apple and on Spotify. Have a great Thursday. See you on Twitter to talk about the draft. And let's just keep talking sports.